And it is Elspeth here, Elspeth, with another podcast. And it's great to have you here, Joe, on my programme today. Oh, thank you, Elspeth. Good to be here. Yes. Now, I first met you in one of the charity shops in just near to us, isn't it? In, in the Quadrant in, in Marshall's Week. Yes. The Hospice of St Francis. Yes, that's yours. It is, yeah. And there are two others. There are. There's Age UK and the Children's Society. Amazing, yeah. So I thought, well, I wonder how they all started. So I looked up a bit and I discovered one Oxfam's been going a long time, but only since 1947 in Oxford. But others were much earlier. As you'd expect, with the two world wars, people were short of everything. Yeah. And so they started. Mm. Now, compared with wartime, Joe, why do you think charity ships, charity ships, charity shops should be so popular today? It's interesting, isn't it, when you say how they started, because they seem to have gone from strength to strength. Mm. And now there's charity shops all over, up and down the UK. Um, and I think they've just grown in popularity for so many reasons. They offer so much to lots of different people. Um, so obviously you can still get your bargains, yes. which everyone loves. Yes. And also I think they're just really interesting shops, aren't they, compared to the high streets that have a set type of clothing in at yes. different seasons, different times of year. Mm. And I think you go into a charity shop and you never know, especially our one, because there's so many donations, so much stuff in there. Mm. And you just never know what you're going to find. <laughs> so you have people that pop in. You can't have a shopping list. You have to come in, have a rummage. Yes. And then you know you're going to leave with something amazing. I did. I went out with a, a short um, coat, but it was just bunchy, you know, and not really heavy stuff. And it was a delightful pattern. And I think it said large on it well I don't usually take large but I know I, <laughs> I think it's I, best not to look at the sizes because I took it home and it was perfect so oh that's so good <laughs> yeah who cares about the sizing because every company makes different, different. sizing so yes, yes. a larger one can be a small another mm. but also you're helping to support a fantastic cause so that's you yes. can feel good about what you're buying right so now we're on to a cause yes tell me about your cause it's the Hospice of St Francis in Berkhamsted. And Hospice it's, means where they go with terminal illness, is that right? It's palliative care. Palliative so care. People always think it's end of life, but actually it's so much more than that. And the clinical support they give to patients and the support they give to families there is incredible. And it makes mm. you feel so good to know everything you're doing, all yes. the hard work is helping to fund such a fantastic place. Yeah. And we hear about it every day because so many customers come in and they'll talk about personal stories that have happened to them or family mm -hmm. members. And it, it just makes you feel so good. It's so good for morale and it's uh, brilliant to hear people's personal stories. So mm -hmm. that's lovely. How long have you, Joan, been a manager there? I've been there since it opened. So even before it opened, I helped to set it up. So that's 12 years now. Whoa. Um, Oh, you and, must enjoy it to stay with it that long. Oh, I love it so much. Every yeah. day is different and it's so much fun and it's such a fantastic team there. And it's ever-changing because most of the team are volunteers um, and they're all such great characters. Mm -hmm. And have, we have two shifts a day, so people do four-hour shifts generally. So they come in the morning or they come in the afternoon. So you're seeing lots and lots of different personalities every day 
day in, day out. On top of that, you've got the donors, you've got the customers. Yes. Um, and it's just, if you love people, it's a brilliant place to work because you're always meeting. I mean, you, Elspeth, came in the other day. You yes. never know what people are going to say to you or what you're going to end up being roped into. <laughs> but it makes every day really, really fun. And it's a really lively, very, very busy shop. Yes. Did you start in a different capacity before you were manager there? I did. I, that was my first job at the hospice. But before then, I've always worked in retail. Right. So I did window dressing. I did visual merchandising. So actually, right. that all those skills Ties really in. helped. Yeah, really, really helped mm. um, to make the shop um, as busy as it is now. So they've all been good skills that I've learned along the way. Do you keep a sort of a sideways eye on other charity shops and how they do things? Or do you just... Do your own thing and blow it. <laughs> no, always, because you always want to get your pricing so it's competitive. Um, and even when I worked in retail, you go out on competitive shops. So you'll go to other high street stores to see how they're right. displaying their goods and how their windows look. So it's really part of retail anyway. Mm. Um, but I think even more so when you're se- selling secondhand goods, you want to give the customer a good deal. And you have to get it right because otherwise, without that support you're never going to make funds for the hospice. So you need to know your customer and build that customer base and, Mm. yeah, make it the best it can be. And build up your idea of how much you charge for that or this. Absolutely, absolutely. And also things um, go around in cycles in popularity. So one thing that could be incredibly popular one year, maybe two years on, people aren't buying it. So you have to... I think it's a job where the more interest you have, the more right. informed you can be on pricing. So if you're interested in reading, films, music, fashion, all those things um, really help you to do the best job you can do. And what is your particular interest or interests? So many. All, all those things I've just mentioned. Oh, yes, yes, so yeah. many things. And actually, um, since working in the shop, I've become obsessed with homeware. We get loads of donations of cushions and oh, um, what we call bric-a-brac, so anything that's not clothing. Yes. And... Through doing the job, I've learned like so much about different labels and brands and pottery in China. Mm. It keeps it really interesting for me too. Mm. I've even gone into the charity shop for a frame. May I? <laughs> Forgive me. You know, you may not like the picture, but you paint, so you want something to put it in, and that that's happens. One way. That happens all the time, actually. Yeah. You can have an amazing picture, but framing is so expensive, isn't it? If you get something framed yes, in a framing shop, yes, it is. Yes. And so people, we have loads of artists locally that come in and do exactly that. So you're mm. not alone there. Um, you work several days a week, do you? Not I do. all I'm, the time. I'm full time. So oh, you five, are full time. Five days a week. Um, and it's on a rolling rotor. So we open seven days a week. Um, so often mm. we're working on Saturdays and Sundays. And Wow. It's yeah, a, yeah it's, a, it's a full-on job, but it's fantastic. And you couldn't do it. If you didn't love it, you couldn't do it. It's not like working in an office where you can hide behind a desk and keep your head down. Mm. If you're there, you're very visible. You're on the shop floor. Yes. Um, and you have to get stuck in, yeah. And it isn't one where you say, oh, dear, we were 100 less today than yesterday. What well, will happen? We mm. do have targets. You have targets. Yes. So things have moved along with charity shops. So we absolutely have targets, but they're... Um, generally based on how well we've done the previous year Um, and we're all like the whole team there are so in fact all the teams in all the shops 
are so self-motivated and we want to do the best we can do. Otherwise, there's no mm. point in being there. If you're not pushing yeah. it and changing it and building it, then there's really, it's going to be a very, very dull job. So mm. it's, it's really nice for us and, and the volunteers to look at the end of the day and think, wow, we've, that's what we've taken yes. in this shift or on this day. There are different skills, aren't there? Um, I take note how a, um, a person who is behind the counter receives me, you know, I rather like to have a smile and glad you've come sort of thing, only even if it's not spoken. I want to know I'm wanted. At, well, you're always wanted in our shop because absolutely <laughs> I think we, I may, be, I may be biased, but I think our volunteers are the best. Yeah, um, and I think they're incredibly friendly. They're all extremely active. I think a lot of people think of charity shops and they think of the old dusty fusty sitting around drinking tea and eating cake. But actually it's not like that anymore. No. And all the volunteers that come to us, actually, especially um, during lockdown, we would have been in real trouble because many of the older volunteers, for understandable reasons, exactly, didn't didn't want to understandably take the risk when we reopened after lockdown. Mm. And so during that time, without new volunteers coming in, we would have been in real trouble. Um, But we had so many different people coming in that had been furloughed. Oh, right. And so they were obviously really good generous people to give their time and to come along and want to be busy because mm. a lot of people felt yes. a loose end didn't they? they were furloughed um and so to actually give your time to a good cause and come in and give your time for free I just think it's an incredible yes. reflection on someone's character isn't it yes I suppose um, there are different um sides of the skills you need I mean somebody's going to tot up money um somebody's going to display them the the the, the wares um what else is that you know you... it's everything really it's it's really like running your own business is is essentially what it is so you're doing everything from the paperwork mm, mm, to mm. obviously sorting donations and as i say it's a really it's the busiest um shop in the hospice for donations mm. and customer wise of course there comes a difficult decision um perhaps it's not difficult for you do we keep this or do we chuck it? <laughs> oh, it's so difficult for me because I, on a personal level, am a complete gatherer. I love everything. Mm. I see the value in everything. Yes. Um, so even if I, it's not to my personal taste, I can always look at something and think, oh, I know someone's going to come in and they're going to love it. Mm. Mm. Um, so I actually find it impossible to the frustration of my team to throw stuff away. And that oh, can be that, that can be a real problem itself because we have... Between always over a hundred bags a day, and that's bin line, bin liner size or huge boxes, and it can be in excess of two hundred a day. Because so that needs people at the back all the time exactly, to redo it. Exactly, that's the mm. toughest part of the job is actually managing that side of the workload because mm. we just get so many gorgeous, often gorgeous donations. Mm. But you um, could get the other sides where oh that pretty pink jumper oh look at the back there's a hole in it. You know. Well, that happens all the time because we're working so fast so. Normally, one of us will be sorting, another person will be steaming, and then pricing. Steaming? Steam, oh, we steam, steam all the clothes. So oh, right. See, not to... everybody knows that or understands oh, really? how clean you keep it. That's it. It's, it's for cleaning purposes, but also to get the creases to drop out. And it just makes the garment look so much nicer. Okay, yes. Um, but often, you're right, you're sorting through bags, and then you're piling it up on the side. And then you pass it over to the steamer and they'll be steaming. So they'll be holding out every you know, the sleeve and working their way down the garment. Right, suddenly there'll be right. a huge moth hole in the back or some horrific yeah. stain that no one's noticed before. Yes. And then obviously it gets recycled. So that's 
the other. That's a nice way to put it, recycled. Well, no, it's brilliant because the hospice still get money for that. So basically we have mm. money for recycling um, clothing, shoes, handbags. So we yes. get money by the kilogram for that. Mm. Um, so nothing really gets wasted. So that's a fantastic side of it. That's it's, nice to know. Yes. It's the whole sustainability. And rather than adding to landfill, you're able to actually generate that, turn it into something else. The recycling company will then turn it into maybe sell it on to a vintage buyer or use it as stuffing for interior you know, cushions. Sure, or sure, right. So everything gets reused. So that's mm. fantastic to know. Now, I can remember a radio sitcom, though what it was called eludes me, um, on the charity shop. Um, I wonder if there are any interesting stories about any characters who come in regularly without names or purchases and things like that. Anything that strikes you, oh, that was funny, and you'd go into the back and say, <laughs> yes. We have so many characters, so many characters coming in the shop. Um, and there is, you saying that, there's one story of a really nice uh, young woman that came in the shop on one Saturday, so our busiest day for customers. And she had bags and bags of menswear, all designer, lovely, mm. gorgeous stuff. And we were so excited. There must have been like five bin liners full of fantastic stuff. Wow. So we all superly fast-tracked it, hurried it to get in the shop. So we got mm. it ready, got it prized, put it in the shop, sold pretty much all of it. And then to our horror on Monday, the poor man whose clothes it, they belong to... Yes came into the shop and said, oh, they'd, they'd separated, basically. They were engaged oh. and had an acrimonious split. Oh, and she had basically emptied his wardrobes, brought all his stuff down to the shop. Without asking him? Without asking <gasps> So she did it as a kind of revenge thing for whatever had happened between them, I don't know. Wow. Um, but by then, of course, by the time he got there, it was such gorgeous stuff it had all sold. I mean, luckily, he took it in really good humour and he said, oh, at least it went to a good cause, so that was fantastic. Um, But no, my heart went out to him because we were so thrilled to get the donation and then quickly sold it all. And then obviously he came in. It was a slightly sad end to that story. But as he said, I mean, it raised hundreds. We had such good takings that day because it was such lovely, lovely (laughs) stuff. Um, Poor man. I hope she felt a bit um, bit sad and a bit guilty. Well, a woman scorned and all that, so... (laughs) But also we have um, we have people all over the shop. It's so, so busy. And even out the back. So we have two huge bins to throw out things that are broken or chipped or mm-hmm. things that we can't sell in the shop mm-hmm. and things that we can't send to other shops. And we have people who, at the end of the day, then come to the bins and start going through to look for things, whether they have car boot sales, I'm not sure, but they'll start looking for things that they can sell. And then one evening when I left work, there was, we call them bin raiders. And then one evening when I left work, a bin raider was in there and he was very, very cross with me. And he said, there is nothing in this bin but rubbish. And he was incredibly disappointed that he was unable to find amazing antiques and things that he could take to the antiques roadshow and get millions for. So that was funny. I know, and we have brilliant regular customers that come to the shop every single day. Oh, every and, day. And they're lovely. They're so lovely. Some people will come in and they'll just have a chat and you know them by name and you know exactly yes. the kind of things that they like to buy. And that's right. that's really nice to have that connection. Yes. And we have one regular lady who is fantastic and she actually lives opposite the shop. 
And we know exactly the kind of stuff that she likes to buy for her home. So you put it out No, and she was, she was saying, could you, do you think, put it in the window and then I can look out my window and I might buy some binoculars and then it saves me having to walk all the way over to the shop. But she's so lovely. She's so, so lovely. We love doing that and she's a fantastic supporter of the shop. Yes. So things like that, people are really quirky and funny yes. and, and it makes the job fantastic, fantastic Indeed. fun. I suppose that sometimes you get an item that is worth much more than anybody would pay, like a £300 sort of um, bit of china or something that's got a name. We do. You do have that. We do. And often, actually, customers are really, really good. And if they come in and they donate and they know something's of value, they'll actually point it out to us. Right. And at that point, you're absolutely right. We wouldn't try and sell it in the shop. So to get the most money for the hospice we would send it to eBay or they might auction it. And yes. there's, they have a, a jewellery expert who will value jewellery. So right. hopefully we get the most we can for people's donations. Yes. It's happened um, to me once, you know. It was a, oh, it was a, a lovely little old... Uh, it wasn't Minton, but a, a further that sort of thing. And um, mm, the person who was cleaning knocked it down. And it even had a bit of um, it missing. But it still had a lot of money from eBay. Which wow, is good that's for you. so good, isn't it? Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure some things probably slip through the net. In our shop, we have um, people from all communities and we have dealers as well. And it's funny, actually, because some people might think, well, charity shop, well, that's a bit um, down market. But actually, if you went to many antique shops, a lot of those dealers mm. will source their goods from charity shops or from oh, car boot sales. So it's interesting, isn't it, how basically they're all second-hand goods, but the opinion that people have of antique shops versus a charity shop yeah. is so, so different. The whole thing is interconnected, isn't it? It really is, it really yeah. is. And it, we try and research anything that we think looks different or as if it could have more value. We try and, yes. thank goodness for Google, mm, that we can mm. look it up now online. Um, and we try and always obviously do less than people could buy online otherwise there wouldn't be the thrill of someone buying something and but I'm sure we deal with so many items and we're so so busy I'm sure some absolute gems get through the net mm. but equally that's probably part of the fun isn't it of going into charity shop you never know you never know you could get some yes. original Van Gogh and, and oh it's not a, even know about it that would be amazing it's not just an essential like going to get your groceries no you exactly it is it's um, pure pleasure delight. isn't it exactly Tis. exactly Tis. How far did the years of COVID, when it was more intense than now, affect you at all? Were you allowed to be open? It was really tough, actually. We we were closed quite a few months on and off mm. during lockdowns over the last couple of years, um, and it was a it was a really sad time because also you kind of you're such a hub of the community. So actually, it would be really really nice to be there mm. to support people in the community. And of course, people right. were stuck at home, so it wouldn't be fantastic if they could have come along and got jigsaws or books and mm. all those things that would have helped them get through it. Mm. Um, but when we reopened, we have actually fantastic support from retail, the head office, mm. and they put together a brilliant plan of limiting how many people came in the shop, so we could all right. socially distance. Yeah. And even controlling donations, because normally they're coming in all day long. So we just had a window in the morning when things came in. And then we'd have to quarantine them for 72 hours. All right. And then we'd have to wipe them down with antibacterial, mm. anything that was non-clothing. Yes. And then obviously all the clothing got steamed as usual. So that's uh, 
good for keeping things hygienic. And then, of mm. course, we had to wipe everything down, like, constantly. Well, we still do now, actually. Um, but it was religiously, we were hand sanitising yeah, every two seconds. Work, harder work, like, Much harder work. And actually, it really made you um, think much more about what you were doing, whereas normally, obviously, it's much more relaxed. Mm. Um, but even now, I think a lot of people around Marshall's Week, they still want to wear face masks when they come in the shop. Yes. They're still happy to hand sanitise. I think everyone wants to look after each other and yes, yes. help each other through it. Mm. Do you... Um allow people to pay in cash or is it most or card we do now actually that's another thing during um when things are worse with covid uh, everyone was paying we, it was only card payments that we took um and it's funny actually how used you get to having card payments and then suddenly when we stopped doing that slowly people started coming in with cash again <laughs> and it really it was almost weird you'd yes. automatically on the till go to press card payment and then suddenly you'd see a note in someone's hand and you kind of actually had to stop and think, oh, hang on, I'm giving change for a £20 note almost as if you've almost forgotten how the coins look and how the notes look. I think and... it's going to come. I know. I know I was, it's really I was sad, at, isn't it? Yes, I was at the market in St Albans today. I was um, buying a different um, suitcase because my other one was ages old and heavy, so heavy you couldn't do anything with it, you know. I couldn't carry it without anything in it. Anyway, so I I planned it right. I'll go and inquire at that stall. Then I'll probably have to go to the bank or somewhere to get um, cash for them back. But no, no, it was um, on uh, a credit little thing. Yes. Uh, It's not the same, is it? No, I don't mind. And by the way, we have suitcases in the shop at the moment, if you'd like to pull down. (laughs) What else else are you starring at the moment in your form? Oh, we have, actually, it was so busy the last couple of days. We have some incredible items in there. Someone donated a complete uh, bone china. You know the willow pattern, the blue Mm. and white is really popular, but it's the original booths, the real old willow pattern. Wow. Absolutely gorgeous, huge platters, so it's perfect for Christmas. A lovely, massive soup tureen, a real showstopper to put in the middle of the dining room table. Mm. Um, and always gorgeous clothes. And if you think, we ha- we have um, L.K. Bennett and Reese and Karen mm. Millen and mm. all these things that would be hundreds new. A pair of L.K. Bennett shoes is over 200. Mm. And in the shop you can get them for £20. I mean, it's just... Fantastic, isn't Amazing. it? Amazing, yes. Oh, Joe, let's um, nearly round up with how you would encourage others to take up, like you do, a job, or not necessarily as a manager, but, you know, to help in a charity shop. Um, I know you could offer the people and say they could say for themselves, but um, what's the appeal? I think all the things that we've discussed about is a huge amount of fun, Huge amount of fun. Every day is completely different. Mm. You really have to think on your feet. It keeps you super active. It's a very, very busy shop, so you're always running around. You're never sitting down. Um, And it's so lovely to meet so many of the customers, the donors, Mm. and you really see the best of humanity, I think, in there. And it's really great also to know that all the funds are going to such a worthwhile cause, which is going on to support so many people in the area. Mm. Um, So I think there's... Only probably a few jobs that you can feel really, really good about. And I think working for charity is definitely up there. Right. Okay. You'll probably get lots more people. Oh, I hope so. That'd be fantastic. I'm hoping you're going to volunteer. Ah, 
Do you think I've got time? <laughs> if you think about today, <laughs> you can find time. I know you can. Teaching in half an hour. Right. <laughs> mm. Oh, a final naughty question, really. You don't have to answer it. Of course, you and your staff must have the first choice of the pickings. And everyone would say you deserve it. Or are they not allowed? <laughs> well, actually, there is a policy in place to oh. keep it super fair so everyone is treated the same. Okay. So items have to be on the shop floor for sale for a whole day before you can even think about buying it yourself. Yes. And also, just to say, volunteers and staff, they have to pay the full customer price. There's no discounts right. or anything okay. like that. That's like you get if you work for MS, you get your 25% discount card. Do you? There's, oh. none of, there's none of that in the charity. But I have to say our volunteers are probably among our best customers too because there is not a shift that goes by where they're not buying stuff at the end of the shift. So actually, probably without all those volunteers, I'm sure the takings would drop severely. Oh, yes. Oh, thank you so much for sparing time to highlight the really important charity shop. And we need to say, you're in Marshallswick, besides, uh, you're the Hospice of St Francis one. Yeah. There is a Children's Society one, and the other one is... I think it's Age UK. Age UK, one. yes. Yes. But we are the best one elsewhere, just to, <laughs> just to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it's a competition. <laughs> uh, 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 well, do drop in, everybody. I'm sure you'll be delighted at the items available at a very reasonable price. Oh, thank I, you thanks so, so much, much Joe. Thank you. Baby